Welcome back to the drop-in and happy new year, everyone. Um, my name is Tanya. Hello, hello. This is Agatha. Very happy to be back. And we've got a juicy topic today talking about the energetics of the year that was and the one that is already here. So let's drop in. Wow. <laughs> a whole new year. A whole new I know. <laughs> yeah. For sure, it's big energy. Um, we're obviously recording this in 2023, so we're not quite there yet. But um, I'm definitely feeling the shifts of the energetics already. Um, particularly recently, I've just kind of woof. I've felt that that little bridge crossing. Um, start to appear in the energetic sphere so I'm really keen to talk about all the all the things that have been and all that is to come for us in terms of yeah these these new archetypes and energies that are coming for us um I think uh just as an FYI I'll be kind of talking about it through the lens of tarot um, so it will be um, talking about things from a archetypal point of view. Um, and for those of you who don't know or kind of new to this concept, um, every year is ruled by a tarot card um, and that's all done through numerology. Um, so we've been in a seven year, which uh, corresponds to the chariot card in tarot and 2024 is an eight year and that corresponds to the strength card um so that's just like a little overview of I guess where this this information is coming from or what it's grounded in um but it's also going to be just like an overview of what we've been feeling and seeing in the world as well so um, I hope it resonates as to to where you're at and maybe where you're headed uh, in 2024. And also just uh, nice to see like the collective themes. And was, I think what's going to um, land for you all today as you listen is noticing how a lot of the themes that come up for the chariot that was this uh, 23 card, the year of 23 card and then strength for this year is you're going to start to notice, I think, especially reflecting back how you've seen this play out and these themes play out in your life and in the people's life around you, like people close to you and people further away from you as well. Um, I think to start, I'd really, cause we have, when Agatha and I really spoke about this, we just were uh, overwhelmed with uh, references of how it yes. has played out for the people <laughs> in our lives and I think to start, I, let's start with the chariot this year, the 2023's card, and just give a perspective of like the themes, the energy of that card. And then I think let's dive into how we've, what we've seen before we go yes. into the, the next year. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. So the chariot in tarot, as I've learned it and as I experience it, is very much about change and things that we're kind of outgrowing. Um, there's this sensation, it's not, so if you go and look at the actual imagery of the chariot, which maybe we can link to in the show notes, um, there's in the traditional Smith right away deck, there's an actual little chariot with two sphinxes at the bottom. And then there's this man kind of riding in the chariot. Um, but it's, it's not the charioteer, so it's not so much that the change is happening within the person, it's mm. happening in their exterior world. So it's very much the things that you've outgrown in your physical space as well. Um, so I always like to liken it to, um, and this is probably a relevant example for me being eight months pregnant at the moment, but when you are... <laughs> when you are about to have a baby and you notice that you've outgrown your car because you now need to fit a car seat in it and you have the dog and you've got the pram and nothing really fits. It's all feeling a bit too tight. 
Um, so it can also feel like things have maybe been a bit constricted um, in 23 because you're not kind of in your spaciousness um, and there's been a real calling to expand out of that thing. Um, so you might think of things that you've outgrown this year. Um, this can also look like moving homes, moving jobs, um, changing out of careers, um, you know, wherever you can apply this lens of things I'm outgrowing, it's pretty much appropriate, but it does feel more exterior-led rather than interior-led. Um, yeah, I'll just love to add as well, when yeah. I reflect on this, the things I've really seen in people is, yeah, home and career changes, mm. um, which you just touched on. They've been the big outgrowing, like, of those those chariot, those environmental kind of factors that I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think like, even though I'm saying it's not so much interior, there's definitely still a quality of like, you know, pers if I'm reading personally for someone, I would maybe kind of dive into mindset if it was like matched up with another card. Um, so there could potentially be a mindset that you've also been outgrowing or a, a belief system or something mm. like that. Um and that's very much a personal read if you're maybe moving through um, a more specific year yourself. Um, so just as a collective, we all have our, um, uh, a tarot card as a collective, we also each have a personal card. So knowing how those two are talking to each other is also kind of an interesting um, matchup. But, yeah, so there could be like something in this sense of, um, outgrowing beliefs as well. Um, the other thing that is just kind of coming to me as I'm speaking as well is this idea of almost like these polar opposites. And I say this because of two sphinxes on the card. I'm going to show it to Tanya, but there's this mm. quality of like black and white and you're kind of sitting in the middle of the murkiness of it all so sometimes this card can kind of feel like I know something needs to change I know that I'm like outgrowing stuff or that I'm not feeling in my sweet spot or I'm not quite fitting in this space anymore but I'm not really sure where to go with this and so sometimes it can feel a bit like you're stuck in the middle um what I so think of yeah, maybe what I think of that feeling. What I think of seeing that card and just what you said is yin yang, and you're like mm. that sweet spot is that harmony between the yin and the yang, and like the Sphinx is one black on one side, one white on the other side, but they have a bit of white and black in each of them, and then the chariot in the middle, and it's that like where yeah, as you were saying, it's like where is that sweet spot between the yin and the yang as well. Yes. The, the solar and the lunar, the masculine, the feminine, the active and the passive. Mm. Yeah. And, and I and think all the other like ways it plays out. That's also what we've been discovering for ourselves um, mm. as a collective as well of like where can we all be in that sweet spot? Where can we all maybe be in a bit more harmony with each other? Um, but also individually, um, I think sometimes we can really push into those more masculine edges or sometimes we can also kind of keep ourselves small um, in those more feminine uh, side of things. But, yeah, it, it feels like we've been kind of like figuring out that sweet spot. And mm. I've definitely seen this kind of manifest um, through people in my life, um, through myself, uh, uh, just different situations that present themselves and I think definitely um the big ones are always going to be home and career um and just like how those big enclosures or those big kind of buckets of our lives um are supporting us at this point and I think that's been a big 2023 theme so juicy that was really yeah nice. Aggie. yeah Thank yeah you for I that hope overview. that kind of 
resonates. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think if it does resonate, I'd love to hear from you as well of like how maybe you've seen this show up as well in your own 2023. Um, maybe those themes have shown up in other ways and it's always really nice to understand how those cards are speaking to us um, in other ways because I always feel like it's like another lens that I can kind of then add onto things. Um, there's also just like I just want to add one more thing to that as well around it being hard to let go as well. Um, there's a big sense of maybe pushing through a little bit too much with Chariot, um, maybe just like, oh, I'm just going to give it another month or I'm just going to see how it goes or that feeling of like, oh, but I've only just started and like maybe we haven't been trusting that instinct enough as well. Um, I like that you said that because I think as well that um, is a testament to just where people are at with trusting that level of instinct within themselves as well. Like some people are really practiced in that and others are newer to it and find it a little bit more um, tricky or scary to to trust that and to, to let go. Mm. And I find what I've observed is that some people have been really quick and just like the instinct hits and they act and create the change that the chariot is calling through and then others have yeah held on and been a lot more delayed in making that change but inevitably have had to make it and it's just it, I find with those things it's like if we really do just trust our instinct and intuition at the start we we save ourselves so much time and pain and suffering because it's like it's the same thing that it's asking us to do can we listen to it there instead of going through the dredge of like holding mm. on, clinging, not quite trusting and then still having to make the change at the end anyway. We still do yeah. it. It's like we knew it three months ago or four months ago. Um, yeah. It's quite funny when you reflect on that sometimes. It's like we, yeah. we have a knowing at some point. But we don't want to act on it or trust it. We're like, no, nah, I'm going to carry this out. And then yeah. and after I think the suffering. Like it's, it's a very yeah. human quality Absolutely. that we all, we all possess. Yeah. Yeah. Um Something I, and like to notice I also I mm. also think sometimes like going through the murkiness actually helps that decision become stronger though. Yeah. And so sometimes we do need to be in that underworld vibe mm. in order to kind of be like, all right, this really needs to go now or this yeah. really needs to change. It's that kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back yeah. vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um and so sometimes, you know, it just doesn't quite, there's that instinctive little voice in our head. And, you know, if you're very attuned to that, then sure, that's that's great that you can kind of let things go easily. But even for me, who's like a, a pretty intuitive person, um, I still find it really difficult to let things go. And so I don't think it's always about being, necessarily intuitive but knowing how to not be in the gripping of mm. life <laughs> as well um which is a whole other lesson and a whole other conversation um, yeah, but yeah everything. yeah um yeah I just wanted to look at that I've got two um interpretations of the card in front of me so I'm just like uh mm. is there something you want to add yeah. Oh no, that's kind of what that card. Um, so this one is Ooh. the um called. I'll have to find the name of so Aggie's just showing me another visual of the chariot yes. from another deck. It's called the Tower of the Holy Spectrum and it's by Chase Voorhees. Um, but basically the car doesn't have any wheels on it anymore. Um, and the person is trying to drive the car. And so that's kind of like where that that piece came from. It's just like sometimes we persist with things that mm. aren't for us. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to go. <laughs> yeah. It can't move us forward anymore. It's going to leave us yeah. stuck. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I it's think quite dark, that I... one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Night that sky, very underworldly. That... Yeah. That deck is pretty, um, the colours are very muted. 
um but it still is quite nice to have a few interpretations in front of me um just to see what's coming through um yeah I think that's all I have to say about the chariot for now um maybe something else will come but for now that feels like a nice little place to leave it um and I wonder like for myself personally um I feel like I've been in a massive chariot year just like being pregnant basically all year (laughs) yeah what what feels like all year um and yeah just this massive shift of like you know um yeah what I'm carrying now and then what's going to change um also the fact that this baby is due in December is very I think energetically aligned to the fact that it's still chariot um and just that that final letting go of maiden to mother quality Mm. um for myself um so these are the ways that these cards can kind of show up in our lives um sometimes they're bigger and sometimes they're a little bit more muted depending what else is also going on for us in our lives or in our personal cards um yeah yeah Yeah, for yourself the chariot has shown up in a different way yeah for me it's definitely been around work but I think because um Aggie will go into as well like you have your own card of the year as she said your personal card and mine has been death this year the card of my year and so that just feels like death is like that letting go that surrender that it's like closing the door it's not closing it's like the spark for new beginnings is what Mm. I think of when I think of death like it's like the end must happen for the beginning to happen and it's like that death is the final final moment for the next thing to grow or begin um yeah and so for me there's been a lot of deaths like endings in my year and they've been really quick and snappy and so for me like when the the instinct or intuitive hit comes through I've been very uh quick to act on it this year um which has surprised me um in some ways like it's been like once I've known I've known and I could not hold on anymore um Mm -hmm. and it's been around lots of um career stuff for me there's been a little bit of a belief system piece as well around um my capacity and like how much energy and vitality I have as well and like letting go of beliefs I've had around uh being less than or not having enough or these sort of negative um lingo and language I've had around it and instead of it being about this is just how much this is who I am this is what I have available to me Mm. and work with that instead of comparing it to putting it in negative connotation as it's less than or it's not enough um So I've really rewritten that story for myself around like literally how much energetic capacity I have for my weeks, days, months. Um, And that has been very freeing. And I did it as a bit of an experiment first. I'm like, just try, do more, see what happens. And I found that when I did more, I had more energy, more vitality, more joy, more happiness, more presence in my life. And I was like, okay, this is working, you know, and showed myself that actually there was, there was more there and I could start to let go of these and reframe these other beliefs. Mm. Um, I yeah. like that you're around the the personal card around death and how we kind of were speaking about how sometimes people need to sit in the murkiness, but for you it's been like so quick. And yeah. so I think, yeah, as you were saying with the death card, it's like you've almost done all the work in the lead up because I'm pretty sure the card before that is the hanged man. I could be wrong. Let me just quickly check. The 12 card. Yeah, the 12 card is the hangman. So the year prior you would have been in the very much like the limbo stage or the kind of like sitting in mm. the energy of like things that need to change. And so for you this 2023 year it's been about like the final breaths yep. of things. Yeah. Um yeah so it it definitely reflects and when it marries up to the chariot there's just like inevitable change there for you um around big pieces maybe as you said through work or also through mindset so that's really cool to see um I guess if you do like for anyone who's listening want to 
identify what your card of the year was. Um, all you have to do is add up the numbers um, of your birth date. So, for example, I'm the 14th of April. So I add up one plus four plus four, and then I add the year that we're in. So um, it would be 223 or 224. Um, so to find out those kind of two cards that you're you're dancing between. Um, I personally was in a tower year. So mm. um, lots of people are afraid of a tower year, I think just because of, yeah, it has a lot of connotations of like loss and rebuilding and I guess like trauma and, whatnot but going into that year I felt very safe so for me it was more just like I know that things are going to change like the foundations are going to change no matter what I try to do and they have um so for me um I'm in a 16 year and yeah it's just been like okay, well, this is changing. There's nothing I can do about it but reset my foundations and reset my expectations. Um, and, again, when married with a chariot card, it's felt very um, inevitable maybe, kind of like with you and the death card. It's just been like, well, there's nothing I can really do about it but move mm -hmm. into the direction, lean into the change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I found it was so interesting that whenever I did let go of something this year, something new would come in so quickly. But if I didn't let go, it was not coming in. Like mm -hmm. there was no, like even the the other week, like I worked at this little studio for two months recently and I didn't like it. And um, so I would let it go. And as soon as I let it go, literally within 12 hours, the studio I work at was like, do you want a, a class at that time? Like immediately yeah and it's just like oh and it literally the space was there for me to say yes and there was um yeah so I found that that was quite interesting and um yeah for me there was so much like I've let go of so many jobs this year it's insane like yeah at the start of the year I reached literally reshaped my whole work environment and then like there was a little bit of um and then some of those jobs that I had to help me change I've let go of again and then other ones have come in and there's just been a lot of, um, but it's all felt very grounded and steady and stable and just, um, yeah, but there's just been a lot of, a lot of work changes, like mm. the, the way my work looks, the way I'm working, how I'm working, how much I'm working. Um, but yeah, but at the end of the day, I feel better for all of it. So, yeah. and, there's been, and my, my intention at the start of the year was fulfillment and it has been coming in, in these ways as well yeah which is cool I love that yeah. um as you were talking like the one thing that came through for me um was like and look you survived it all like yeah. it feels like there's also a piece around like fear of what if I let things go like what's gonna mm. happen to me and um yeah I don't know like that's the words that came through as you were speaking um around I've changed and let go of so many jobs and the thing that came through was like you've actually survived it look like you're thriving you're mm. still here making the choices and so I think there's um power in that as well maybe for our listeners as well around it's okay to let things go when you when you have outgrown them yeah. um and they often do create the space for the new thing to come in. Yeah. And sometimes that definitely. new thing just will not. I hate to ref. Sometimes I really hate to say this shit because it's like annoying, but like, yeah. you know, like, oh, just let it go. And then uh, you create the I'm space for it to come in. Like we, me and Aggie are all with like, that's fucking annoying. <laughs> but also we are like, but also that's true. Like there's a nuance in that conversation and like, this year it's like I have had to let go for things to come in, things that I didn't, maybe that I, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'll be the first to put my hand up and say I'm really bad at letting things go. So, you know, <laughs> I'm really I'm really good at telling people to do it, but when it comes to myself, um, yeah, it's a it's a different picture. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still a human being with human conditioning. Yeah, um, and we all have the things that are easier and more difficult for us as well. You know, definitely. 
Um, should we move on to the card for 2024? Yeah, I just would love to add here that I am definitely starting to feel in myself as well that, oh, there's a few more things I want to say on this 23 card. Yeah, go for it. But I am starting to feel that energetic shift in myself, the bridge toward next year. Definitely like there's just this different kind of percolating inside of like wanting something else or the energy, like that bubbling up of Mm. the shift so that's what I'm noticing myself I'm like oh there's my focus is being called to change but I'm not quite sure what that is yet but I can feel it bubbling up inside of me yeah and what I just noticed in people all year was like so many people just letting go of jobs that been it for years to step into more aligned work for themselves and things that feel more soul aligned more purpose aligned more fulfilling for themselves people selling houses, people buying houses, people moving um, to different suburbs or areas, um, people, what else have I noticed? People traveling a lot more as well, like and inviting that in. Um, yeah, there's Travel been is very a lot of that. as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else yeah. to say about the people and the collective read of this year and what you've seen? Um, Just more of like a... Yeah, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to think what I've seen. I think there's there's been a lot of, um, yeah, I think you've kind of covered it, to be honest. Yeah. But definitely a this must change feeling. Um, this can no longer be. Um, a lot of just like dead ends for people. Um and those those moments of realization of like yeah. oh yeah there's just actually no no path to continue on here yeah like and I i've seen they have to change direction yeah and i've seen that sort of quality play out in people's relationships as well so mm. there i feel like this has been a big more like career home Pete, this year that's been the biggest themes i've noticed but there has been like little undercurrents and I think it would be very connected to people's cards of the year of like relationship changes, personal, romantic, friendship, um, little shifts yeah. in that as well. Yeah, It's interesting because like usually if you're born, I mean it, it doesn't always happen, but sometimes there are certain groups of people that end up having a same card of the year. And so you see similar themes play out for them. Mm. Um, so it'd be interesting to note if you have certain people around you kind of going through um, similar cards of the year um, as well because you there's almost this symbiotic relationship that happens where you're like, I can relate to that mm. because you're also going through that. Um it's not to say that we're all just doing the same things, but there's a maybe an overlap of energy um, in mm. what you're going through with certain friends just based on their birth times and years and <laughs> dates and stuff. So yeah, I always definitely. find that interesting. Um, all right. So 20, next... 24. Yeah. So there. if we add up 2024, it adds up to eight. Um, and so the eighth card in the Major Arcana is the Strength card. Um, and I'll just show it to Tanya so she's got a little reference, but I'll also share a link so you've got it. And the I'm just showing the, yeah, yeah. so um, this card has an infinity sign. So there's a few cards in the mm. deck that have an infinity sign. Um, but I think this is particularly potent for an eight card because it, if you look at an infinity sign the yeah. other way, it also is like an eight. Um, and I often think with any card that has an eight or an infinity sign, you're going in one way and then you're coming out really changed the other way. So there's like... There's really not, yeah, there's this kind of like path that you cannot really almost redirect. Um, and I think, you know, we all have free will and whatever. So, you know, take what you need, leave the rest. But I do think there's a, there's like a portal 
with these types of cards where it's like it drags you in and then you come out and you're like, whoa, I went through that. Mm. Um, so I'll just give you, I guess, like an overview of what this card means and then maybe we can touch on what we've already been feeling for ourselves um, as this little bridge appears for us um, crossing into 2024. Um, the strength card, I think when you think of strength initially, you think of fierceness and um, maybe, you know, actual strength of like um, force and uh there's a connection to Leo as well. So this idea of being seen, um, this idea of showing yourself. But for me, um, this card, although it is all of those things, I also feel like it's a card of bearing down into maybe the pain and adversity that you might be feeling, really connecting to um your own vulnerability I think there's a bravery associated to this card um courage if you think of maybe even Wizard of Oz the the courageous lion um and how he needs to be a bit softer in his character in order to really be who he really is I think there's um also Something that's been coming up for me recently is this idea of connection. Um, and I say this as well because the card in itself, there's a woman kind of stroking a lion and there's this sense of needing to be in connection with others in order to be seen as well. Um, I also think there's maybe... Um, this kind of domino effect that happens from chariot to strength. So it's not like we just finish one year and then there's like the next year. It's kind of this intermingling of energies. And I do think, you know, all this change that we've been going through with the chariot is also preparing us for strength. Um, and so I think there's like a reclaiming of who we are as well this 2024 um we're getting really clear on who we are as individuals as a collective what our values are what our needs are what our desires are um maybe even what our boundaries are with certain people and enterprises um what invigorates you so all these words that I kind of associate to align if you will <laughs> Um, and in the French deck, this card is known as, uh, force and fortitude. Um, so there's also this connection to strength of mind, I think, strength of spirit coming through. And so I think after all this change and expansion that is the chariot, there's also this moment of, okay, now I can be who I am, like this propelling forward, but it, it will take our strength and courage to be that person consistently through 2024. Um, so that's kind of what I'm getting, but I think there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I think there's this push-pull feeling that I'm getting with this card of like strength as we know it in a masculine sense and then strength in vulnerability as well. So there's and still softness. the masculine feminine qualities to this card. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything or add anything to that, Tanya. Yeah, I think as well like for me – when I think of strength, I think of, you said so much good stuff, but like personal power and like the sense of authentic empowerment, which is just a confidence in who you are, you know, and a trust in who you are. And a, it's like authentic empowerment is this sense of like, I'm confident in who I am and I'm not trying to change it. And I'm just going to be that without needing to explain anything in the world, you know, 
And it's like, so for some of us, I think the journey will be reclaiming those parts of ourselves to be able to get to that point. And some of us, it will be uh, coming back to that place. And I feel like it's so heart based. Like when I think of Mm. Leo, lion, strength, courage, it's vulnerability, it's softness, it's love. Like it always, and it's like, yeah, it brings me will and personal power and love is like always the quality I get back. But it's like, do I love myself enough to to be empowered, you know, and to, yeah. to, to be the way I want to be in the world and to, and to just show up the way I am. Like, I feel like showing up the way we are in the world is some of feeling confident to show up as who we are in the world and the way we are in the world is some of the hardest work that we ever have mm. to do. And it's like, why is it so hard to just be ourselves? But it, it is, you know, cause yeah. there's been a lot of conditioning over the years telling us otherwise. So yeah, I'm getting that sort of quality too. It feels really grounded and fortified. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. As you were speaking, the, the, the picture that came through to me was like this idea of the tribe as well. Mm. Um, and so like I always think of the Lion King with these yeah. kinds of things. Um, but, you know, this the pack and just like, really being in your community and with your people as well and people who see you for all that you are. Um, I think this is going to be a theme for a lot of people as well and maybe finding those pockets of community where you feel seen, where you feel held, um, where you can be vulnerable or even, you know, for people who create community holding those people as well um, in in their maybe adversity or their pain or whatever they're going through, um, helping people find out what their desires are, these mm. kind of themes of, yeah, we're kind of all collectively rooting for each other in a way mm-hmm. um and it's I know collaborative that kind of feels, yeah it feels very idealistic but um I do kind of feel that energy coming through and there there are kind of thought leaders that are going to shine through in terms of that that mm-hmm. um theme if you will um yeah. yeah I like as well how the 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 woman in the picture is patting the lion so it is that like being soft with each other seeking that connection making time for that and also like that just feels quite somatic and soothing as well like Mm -hmm. that sense of just oh yeah we're here and like we're here here we're not here but not there like not present like yeah um yeah we're we're really here I I like what you said about heart space as well I think Mm. it's very aligned to heart and feeling um yeah somatic as well um what I will say about the lion um is sometimes it is seen as like you're going into the lion's mouth as well so sometimes you're going into things that you don't really have clarity on um it can feel like a bit of darkness and maybe fear associated to the things that you're um, coming up against um, and the I guess the remedy the medicine to that is just being in that soft space in that um, serenity in that vulnerability and kind of almost letting yourself come undone a little bit mm. and I um, think we need yeah. people around us to hold us through that undoing because it's like this card feels, this is like the deep work card, you know, like being ourselves, trusting our desires, being the lion hearted woman, you know, like, thank you, Florence. <laughs> <laughs> um, that people can find it overwhelming and people can, uh, uh, find it can create friction I find sometimes like when we be our full selves those who are uh can be people can be triggered by that yeah we're Absolutely. all at different journeys yeah. we're all at different like 
paths and levels of being and evolution and who we are and yeah like and there are all sorts of different things that trigger us but when people someone is really being themselves and trusting in themselves and owning themselves and confident and empowered in themselves and doing that one I think we need people around us to support us and uplift us and remind us that it's that is the that is the work to do in this life especially Mm -hmm. when we get like backlash from others in the community I feel like there's that push pull too that is going to happen absolutely it's funny um I just did a yin class where this was kind of the dharma talk like I wasn't I wasn't I was just practicing yeah um and this person doesn't have um any tarot background or anything like that but the theme was raw Mm. and how we um I I I took notes because I was like this is crazy because it's just like so strength card um but basically something that was said was claim your contraction and let it be something you own into your expansion um and I think that's kind of also what I'm getting at when like you see these moments of like those dark moments that kind of contract you and keep you a bit stiff that the other the other side of that is expansion and I think that's also what that infinity sign is kind of yeah. teaching us as well that there are going to be moments that feel really tough and you're really going to have to call upon that that inner strength or maybe the, the strength, strength of, your of others yeah <laughs> um but there's expansion and a lot of a lot of I think heart medicine and healing on the other side of it. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's uh, beautiful. And I like I liked the word raw as well. Raw is nice. Yeah, I think raw, um, is nice. like roaring, like raw. Yeah, like double. Yeah, like yeah. Double actually, meaning. like that was that was the sense of it. R O A R, and just this like oh, that kind of primal energy that is kind of coming out of us in a way of like we're really digging into the the depths of ourselves at the moment um through this but also, card. Yeah. and also raw just the rawness of our exposing the rawness yeah. of ourselves it's like the two both are perfect yeah i love it yeah. um what is your card for 2024 and how do you think they're what's yeah. your little read so for yourself i'm moving into the star year which I think is very if you look at the cards together the strength card and the star card I don't have it in front of me so I can't show you big (laughs) energy but I always think of star as the healing card the healer very watery very soft very um tender Mm -hmm. um and so I think paired with the strength card like and knowing what I know is coming as well your woman Um, is gonna be cracked open yeah I think there's just so much healing to be done in term but also like a lot of feminine energy um really coming through for me this year and a lot of acceptance is probably what the word would be um, of where I'm at in each moment. Um, that's just like my my overarching thoughts, but who knows really? Yeah. That's really yeah. nice. That's yeah. really nice. And you? Are my um, a- temperance, so number 14, temperance. Do you want to yeah. speak into that one a little, please? Yeah, so you're moving from death. Sorry, I'm just like flicking through my deck so that I can find the cards for us. Mm. Um, But, yeah, from death to temperance, I feel like temperance is almost the clean slate after death. Um, And it's this rising of a new day. Um, It's also this card of balance. Um, So... I think you're kind of finding your footing still a little bit with all the changes that you've made. Um, And I use the word footing as well. I found the star card. I I use the word footing. Here's temperance. Um, I'll show you and we can um, 
I'll put a little list. There's um there's a good resource where you can see all the cards of the major arcana. Mm. So I'll share that and we'll put it in. But finding your foot footing, particularly with temperance, because the card has one foot on the earth and one foot in the water. Um and I think sometimes there's gonna be these moments for you of feeling really grounded and then others where you feel a bit more floaty and in this ethereal space um, and you're going to kind of be mustering or almost like moving through the two elements. Um, But I think overall this card is like one that is very heart-centred as well. Um, So when paired with strength, I think there's going to be a lot of listening in to that heart space and desire and really getting clear with your core, your centre, your oomph, if you will. <laughs> I don't know, that kind of feels like where it's headed for you. That's That feels, I love how you said your core because I'm really, I'm taking myself through this process at the moment and this is that percolating <laughs> I was talking about and like there's this energy bubbling and percolating but I'm not, it's not every day but it's there. And it's in that sense of core, it's like what I'm trying to figure out what is my core purpose, beliefs, values, like calling, um, desires, like wants with the way I I would, what I do with my life um, is kind of coming up. And it's interesting that you say it's kind of a bit of a one foot in, one foot out, dancing between grounded and ethereal, which feels like my fucking life all the time anyway. (laughs) So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Particularly with this card as well, like um, Temperance has two cups that they're pouring one water into. And so there's this pouring out of yourself as well. Mm. Um, And sometimes... Sometimes you get it completely right and it falls directly into the cup and you feel nourished and you feel like that sweet spot has been hit. But then other times there's spillage in Mm. temperance. And like, so it's kind of getting it. It's that kind of Goldilocks feeling of like just right. Um, And so I think it's kind of discovering still this year what is just right for you. Yeah, I feel that because it's like it doesn't just happen. It takes time. And I feel like there is this calling for I have a lot of stories embedded in my body that I Mm. haven't shared and I'm just been feeling more and more. I'm like, I want to share this. Like how? And that feels like that outpouring. And so it's going to be interesting at how that plays. Manifests. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see Storytelling element. Um, yeah yeah I love anyway it. beautiful thank you for that um yeah so we'll put all of that into the show notes in terms of like the little formula that you can use to find your card um and a little link so that you can find the card that suits you um I'm not doing readings until like March or April um but it is probably going to be a good time to get a reading because it's actually the astrological new year around April. So if it is something that um, you're kind of itching to do with me, feel free to reach out and um, I can put you on the wait list. Um, It's always very fun to talk tarot. It's a big passion of mine. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm on break now. <laughs> Woohoo! Until, yeah, until I figure out my whole identity, which <laughs> I'm not sure how long that will be. <laughs> you go into um, the mother, the new motherhood world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The void. Um, I've said to Tanya, I'd like at least three months of just like being in that space and in that energy. Um, so that's kind of what I'm giving myself for now. But um, keep in touch on our Instagram and on both of our newsletters for the full update and the full lowdown on on the podcast updates. Thanks for sharing um, that, Aggie. Do you want to, was there something else? 
Oh yeah, I was just gonna say our Instagram is the drop in underscore pod on Instagram, and then um, my newsletter is uh, you can find that through my Instagram as well, which is Agatha Carmen, and it's called Portals of Change. I plan on sporadically writing on there as well. So um, yeah, just keep posted about all things me through there. Um, yeah, I highly recommend getting that reading. And I think it takes some time for us to shift into the new year. Like those first couple of months don't feel very like there's the new year. Oh my God. But like, I feel like we land into it and that like Aries warm start of the astro year in April. So I highly recommend getting that reading with mm-hmm. Agatha when she's, um, her books are open again around, you know, probably May, I'd say, um, who knows? She'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you when I'm ready. She'll tell you. <laughs> Waitlist is a good idea. And then um, if you want to connect to my newsletter, just head to my website, tanyav.com and head to the bottom and it's called Love Letters and you can subscribe there. Um, have a really beautiful new year, everyone. And we are offering you another bonus practice this episode. Um, I'll be sharing a guided new year intention practice kind of a meditative rest for you. So that'll um, be there for you. So jump in and Yay. have a listen to that. It will just be the bonus episode with this one. Um, yeah, some time to kind of sit with yourself, reflect, connect, and set some meaningful intention for your mm. year ahead. Mm. Lovely. I hope this episode is useful and that you get lots of out, lots out of it. Um, and we'll see you sooner than you think (laughs) yeah we'll be back in a couple months folks um you might hear from me oddly dropping in but i don't know yet it's going to be a bit go with the flow until season four kicks off all right loves sending all the love